hero worship. It's it's a it's a it's a it's a hell of a drug. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Can you imagine being somebody who woke up today and looked in the mirror and saw life rips on their chest because they got a life rips <laughs> tattoo and they're like today's gonna rip mm-hmm. and then they logged into twitter and they saw every woman from here to tempe arizona ripping r- ripping <laughs> crystalia's life apart yeah can you imagine being that guy or girl that'd be tough <sighs> that's why you don't do that shit kids Mm-hmm. You wait until they're dead and buried and nothing else is going to come out. Like uh, even then. Yeah, right? Still even still, out. even still. I would yeah. I was going to say like you could get a Hitchcock tattoo. No. <laughs> well, no, yeah, I guess you can't even get a Yeah. No. He was problematic too. Yeah, he was. You can't do that. Love him as a director, I'm but trying he's to think of like like I've been I I want to get a Ali tattoo. Mm. And I know that I know that I mean for white people, he had there was he was problematic for them. At a and, time, I feel like now that's kind of well. You know, some people when he um when people were bringing him up mm-hmm. uh, recently, there was a lot of people who are now like, oh, that's revisionist history. He opposed the war, and he was super um his idea because he you know he was he was he was a Muslim yeah and and um and he followed uh, the honorable Elijah Muhammad and and also Louis Farrakhan mm-hmm. and so those guys. Back then, especially, well, Farrakhan still. Their idea, they there was a lot of anti-Semitism oh, yeah. and anti-white and all this stuff, and they're like, Ali was a fucking racist, and mm-hmm. all this stuff, and it's like, yeah, well, you you, you're doing a very cursory like that like that's to say like that's the same thing as saying like Malcolm X was a racist, and it's like, mm-hmm. yeah, there was that first part. You don't want to take in the whole man. You just want you just want that first part where he was saying some super like segregated like. Anyway, I don't want to go into because that's a that that is a whole that's a podcast series. Where are we going? <laughs> uh, I'd much rather talk about Cristalia mm-hmm. grooming sixteen year olds. Yeah, dude. Allegedly, like, dude, Do we have to uh, say yeah. allegedly? I mean, yeah. I think yes. We still allegedly, need to say right. allegedly. I mean, right. I th- we give we give them the oh <laughs> <laughs> the benefit of the doubt. Ooh, he says with a question mark. Ooh. Yeah. Yikes, bro. Rough. Yikes. Rough. I was listening to his podcast, and all these people who are like, "Man, it's it's crazy that now all these people are finding out that Chris Lee is not funny." And it's like, "Damn." Son. <laughs> well, we were just oh. talking off the mic uh, last week. I think it was about everyone ripping into Chris Lee about not yeah. being funny. Yeah, and like we didn't really get. We were talking about co- comedians as a whole because mm-hmm. there's an entire like subreddit of people dogging comedians we generally like yeah. oh oh dude if you if you guys haven't please visit the fighter and the kids subreddit it is filled with just absolute vitriol disdain <laughs> and vitriol is a beautiful word yeah. for the la comedy scene mm-hmm. just all of your favorites if you if you like segura delia i don't know why you would like brendan shaw but i guess that's part of it right mm-hmm. callan all of them rogan they all get equal amount of napalm yeah so yeah uh but yeah we were just talking about that but <laughs> who would who would think right just a just couple a, days uh, yeah. later really <laughs> like fuck oh this i mean it was yeah it was like a literal news. week ago yeah this disturbing news comes out after you defend him i can't believe can, it can you can did you, i defend him publicly you did i mean 
I'm the public, uh-huh. Marco. Yeah, okay. I'm making it public. The, the 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 Republic of Adam. Yes, the Republic of Opicius. That's how fat I am. <laughs> <laughs> I'm my own city state. Your weight is your GDP. Yes. Uh, it's a, it's very gross domestic. <laughs> it's very gross. Mm. Um, yeah, no, dude. I mean, I I I liked uh, I like his specials. I think he's. I thought he was. I thought he was funny. I'm not gonna sit here and and let motherfuckers pressure me into thinking like what I think is funny is not funny. Okay, right, right. like the, I I understand that the shit is not highbrow and it there doesn't take it doesn't take a lot of thought to be like dolphins have sex. But it was silly <laughs> and it made me laugh. Right. Sue me, okay? Right. But fuck. Yeah. Dude. It's not looking so good. Oh, man. Just, I mean, if it wasn't clear, Chris D'Elia woke up and was a sexual predator. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I wonder, given his statement, it really makes me think, it really makes me wonder... Does he genuinely think that because a girl who is 18 or 19 years old is legal mm-hmm. in the in in the eyes of the law only that it is okay for somebody who is pushing 30 to reach out to them and and try to hook up with them because his statement reads like a guy who understands he's made mistakes right but that he never did anything legally wrong if you re- do you have his, are you pulling up a statement I'm pulling it up yeah there's thing it's like I've never broken the law and all my uh, all all of my relationships <clears throat> Jesus I haven't even started drinking yet all of my <laughs> relationships have been consensual and it's like, yeah, in the eyes of the law, dude, but you're 42. And 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 the other thing was I saw the I think the first accusation was like 10 years ago and I was like, nah, I mean, you know, I agree it's gross, but it was also a decade ago. Mm-hmm. But then one after the other after the other and I was like, holy shit, dude, as as recent as like 2018 he was doing this to people. Yeah. Girls. Not people, women. Not women, girls. Girls. <laughs> you had it right the first time. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, it says, uh, this is according to People magazine. Uh, his statement says, and I quote, I know I have said and done things that might have offended people during my career, but I have never knowingly pursued any underage women at any point. All of my relationships have been both legal and consensual, and I've never met or exchanged any inappropriate photos with a people who have tweeted about me. That being said, I really am truly sorry. I was a dumb guy with all caps, absolutely, let myself, wait, I was a dumb guy who absolutely, yeah, absolutely let myself get caught up in my lifestyle. That's my fault. I own it. I've been reflecting on this for some time now, and I promise I will continue to do better, end quote. Yeah, see, that, that reads like, that reads to me, like I said, like a guy who doesn't truly understand the extent of his mistakes that yeah. like no oh, dude it, it's not it's it's not that you were legally wrong although mm. some of these stories you were but right. let's let's just on the basis of his argument or his statement let's just say yeah dude you weren't legally wrong but if you're in your mid 30s 
and you're like, how old are you? And they go, 18. It's like, grass on the field, play ball. Am I right? <laughs> right. It's like, gee, no, dude. Like, yeah. you got to be better than that, man. Mm-hmm. You got to be more mature than that. You got to. And, dude, he was doing this shit on his on his on his main profile. Yeah. He didn't even have like a burner account. No. All this shit is coming from like his main Sending Facebook e- and Twitter. And, and emails. <laughs> and yeah, his whole his email right. asking for nudes on like listen, we're not trying to like help predators or anything, but you gotta be smarter than that. <laughs> Let's I mean, not go down that I'm route. I'm just saying, you got I mean, no burner account. Right. You what are you doing? As a non predator, you would even think as that a, that would be Right right. The I mean, thing I, to do. I was talking to I was talking to Eddie about this, and it was like, he he can't be that dumb, right? Because when I saw some of the first couple of accusations, I was like, well, he can't be that dumb mm-hmm. to have sent this stuff from his main profile. So right. it has to be doctored mm-hmm. because he can't be that dumb. Well, he's that dumb. He, he can be gentlemen. that dumb. Yeah, he's that dumb. Apparently, he can be that dumb. Oh yeah. So fuck. I mean, yeah, and and I think the other d- dynamic here that people have been talking a lot about is the fact that he is a celebrity, and oh yeah, he's in a position of power oh, yeah. on top of the age differential. So he's talking to fans, eighteen-year-old fans, nineteen-year-old fans. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and he's like, "I'll, I'll asking, fly you out," asking to meet up with them. Maybe yeah. not saying explicitly, "Let's meet up and hook up." No, dude. He he was okay. the the one that I was the one that I was I, I think I looked at most recently that's freshest in my mind was I think she was like I forget like twenty two maybe. Um, oh yeah, I mean that's not that bad. I know, but it was that she. Still yeah, he was like thirty at the time or something like that. Yeah. Anyway, so he was talking to her. She I guess she I think she may have been an aspiring comedian two or something mm, mm, or either that was I, just i think i know which one you're talking about yeah, yeah and she, so she was meeting him as a fan yeah and not trying to hook up yeah uh but then slowly but surely he kept increasing the the creep factor yeah uh, initially they're going to meet up at a bar and hang out and then he goes come meet out at the hotel bar yeah and then once she was there come meet me in my bedroom yeah and so the escalation of that when that was never like on the playing field allegedly mm-hmm. is creepy yeah so there's like like you said before there's nothing um criminal there um yeah i'm technically sure technically in the eyes of the law nothing right. criminal there and and in the story she charged all all of her drinks while waiting for him cuz she he never showed up yeah. to his his account so <laughs> i saw i saw the responses there's a ton of guys that are saying Oh, so you're admitting to, to robbery? Oh God, dude! So, uh, great, great, great job there. <laughs> you told on yourself. How many of these guys have told on themselves <laughs> by how, saying how, stuff like that? How many of these dudes have come out of the woodwork going? I mean, eighteen's really not that young. Right. It's like, okay. The law's the law, man. We got Chris, Chris Hansen waiting behind <laughs> the door. Like, all right, buddy. Would you, uh, would you like to take a seat? <laughs> would you like a cookie? And by the way, Chris D'Elia has zero game. Yeah. I saw some of these notes and I'm like, bro, come really? to my hotel and let's make out? That's your <laughs> that's your juice, dude? It is it is it bad that I hear it in his voice too? Right. Yeah. <laughs> no, why, don't, why, don't, why don't you uh, come to my make out? Make out? Yeah. Like, bro. You boy I mean 
besides everything. That's like, but I mean, I guess when you're when you're when you're a celebrity, I mean, I guess that's all you have to really say. I took a step out of my own body and just realized that's not the thing to take from this situation. Oh no no no! Absolutely not! Absolutely not! I'm not saying that that's what you should glean from this. Uh-huh. I'm just saying that that was one of the things I noticed while I'm reading these messages, and I'm horrified yeah. at what I'm reading. Believe me, I'm horrified. <laughs> that by is these not things. how you get an 18 year old. I'm super dis. I'm so disappointed and and disgusted yeah, and gross. horrified by it. it uh, you know all these things that he allegedly said, but I couldn't help but think, <laughs> dude. Also, yeah, that's how you talk to women. I, I think you're on the right track with what I think you're about to say, which is maybe he didn't have to try that hard because yeah. he's a celebrity and a, yeah. you know funny guy. So yeah. he, so it's easy to just be like, hey, oh, what's up? Make out like if 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 a celebrity just said that to you randomly, if like you. Because a lot of these girls, what prompted it was they like quoted him or tweeted him a joke or something, and mm-hmm. then he must have like seen their Abby yeah. and was like, "She's hot." And, and, and his them. first thing is like, "You gonna be in Tempe?" Mm-hmm. And they're like, "Yeah." And it's like, "Let's make out." Like, "Let's make out." Right. Weird. That's that's the next message, bro. That's it. Let's make out. Yeah. Who says that? I've never ever been like, "Let's make out." Mm. Even in like a like a really corny romantic thing, I was I I've I've said like, this is gonna, oh god, no, please cringy. please it's keep cringy. going, yeah. I've I've said stuff like, I'd like to kiss you now or something like that, <laughs> like not those words verbatim, yeah, but it yeah, being yeah. in a situation like that. Hey man, consent. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> I would like to just, kiss you now. It's super cringe. That's I get fine. it. It's better safe than sorry. But at least I'm in this. But to be like. But to, that's your second message to somebody is like, let's make out. What What do you, are you 16? Right. It it sounds like a child. Yeah. It's gross. Yeah. It makes it worse. It does. Yeah, it, it really makes it does. Worse. And you know what makes it even more worse? Mm. Worse. More worse. More worse. The, because here's, here's the, <laughs> here's the problem with having a podcast. If you, if you got demons. Which we don't, so we're good. Shut up. Okay. If you if you got skeletons in your closet and you record yourself speaking for hours on end, mm-hmm. that shit's gonna crop up. Bro. Yeah. It's yeah. just gonna crop People up. People find stuff. You just you just say things that like Expose be, you? Yeah, you're just you're 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 pushing it down. You yeah. know, you're you, and you know it's down there. And it's just like it, they're just beating on the cellar doors. Mm-hmm. And every once in a while, a bone will fly out of there, and you got to deal with that. Yeah. And there's just, I mean, he just talks a lot, you yeah. know? And there's just some stuff where you're like, huh, it's a little weird that he yeah. said that. <laughs> it's a little weird that that's his perspective on things. It's a strange in context now. Yeah. I mean, bro, there was, I mean, it, it was only like a couple episodes ago. We haven't introduced the beer or even cracked it open. I know. Let's, I'll just get this, let's get this last thing out of yeah, the way, yeah. with Delia, and then we'll move on. There was an episode a couple of it was only like a couple of episodes ago where he goes on this long rant about Pizzagate and about um, pedophiles in Hollywood and in politics and stuff. And mm-hmm. there's a moment where he's like the the idea of the bit, which in context now is like, Oof. <laughs> but the idea then was it is so ridiculous to believe these things because I am in Hollywood. Mm. And I haven't heard about any of this stuff. And he's like, dude, you don't think I would know? Mm. I'm in Hollywood. You don't think I would know about this kind of stuff? 
I'm telling you guys, it's not real. And now in context, you're like, <laughs> I've been looking for it. <laughs> exactly. I would know. Believe me, I am in those circles. <laughs> if any of you know, please tell me. <laughs> I'd so, like to make out. I'd like to make out. I'm, I'm kind of embarrassed now that I shared that thing about myself. It's not. I didn't say it like that, okay? I said Fine. it with more game. Yeah, sure. It wasn't like that cringy, it's okay? okay? It's super. It's fucking cringy. <clears throat> just, just go to the beer. Let's 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 let's, let's bury that down, baby. Oh, God. Now I have to live with this. That's fine. You've exposed yourself like Crystalia did. I'm gonna delete it. No, you will not. Expose myself like Louis C.K. Ugh. I know, right? Ugh. All of them. Ugh. They're all just getting taken down. God damn it. And the thing is, on the one hand, you're like, oh no, all of our heroes. But on the other hand, it's like, good. Ugh. Yeah, you're <laughs> good. like, fuck them. Yes. Fuck them. That's how you're going to be? Fuck them. We haven't lost anybody who didn't deserve to be lost. <laughs> that, I, I think, dude, that is like, that should be on a t-shirt. Yeah. That should be on a fucking t-shirt. Because that's exactly like, fuck them. Right. We haven't lost anybody who, I, I messed up the last part. <laughs> <laughs> and that's on the t-shirt. Yeah. yeah. That's on the back of the shirt. Yeah. All right. Let's get okay. into this beer. All right. So we have another, <coughs> another uh, uh, Crowler. Last time we had the Growler on the show. Uh, but today we have a growler from our friends at Red Light. Red Light. Uh, this beer is called the Dim My Mind. It's from Sunlab Brewing, and it's seven point five percent. We got a growler, this baby. Let me look up this uh, this quick description here. Look it up. Look it up. Uh, this is double dry hopped with mosaic, Simcoe, and Amarillo, mm. brewed with two row wheat malt and plenty of malted oats. Notes of orange, citrus, apricot, and berries. And that is from Untapped. All right, red light. Uh, this uh, let's see, Sunlab Brewing Co. is from Miami. So, oh, okay, so it's not red light. It's uh, it's it's Sunlab. It is. Sun we Lab. we got it from right. red light. Gotcha, gotcha, yeah. gotcha. All right, that's that's important. Um, and that's all we needed to know from that. My mm-hmm. name is Marco Dupa, and the guy holding the beer and who gave you that beautiful read is Adam Obesius Rodriguez. What's up, Brewskies? Let's crack this motherfucker open. This is the One Beer and Podcast. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, get it open. Buddy, old pal, old pal, old friend. Thanks. That was a lot of head. Uh, not going <laughs> to complain about it. Not going to complain about it. <clears throat> this is the One Baron Podcast, the podcast where two brews crack open a brew and see where that one brew takes us. This is episode 268. Thank you guys for joining us. As always, we appreciate the time that you give us. If you would like, you can like, share, and subscribe anywhere the podcast are listen to. And you can um, rate and review anywhere that you can rate and review podcasts, especially on iTunes. That would be very helpful for mm-hmm. us. It would be nice. I don't want to be bitter, but my Instagram post got zero traction. Which one? The one about <laughs> reviewing. The Rating? A lot of people were like supportive of the post i got a lot mm. of likes on the post and i got i got a couple comments and i got some people messaging me like oh that's awesome blah 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 
not one person acted on it. But yeah. I'm not bitter. Mm-hmm. I'm not bitter. Mm, yeah. <clears throat> I'm not bitter. Okay. Let's drink this beer. Clink. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's actually really good. Yeah. Spoiler alert. That's actually pretty good. It's good. Oh, yeah, man. Dude, that was just that was just the half of it. Fucking Twitter exploded today. Yeah. I couldn't even keep up. I was at work and I like I realized like how addicted I am to just being Scrolling. in the zeitgeist, you yeah. know, of, of watching that shit go down. Cuz uh <clears throat> not only the shit with Delia, but I mean there's fucking I mean uh J Cole, he drops a new song and before I even heard the song, people were posting the lyrics and talking about like what he's talking about in the song. Mm-hmm. And uh, <clears throat> I didn't even know where to like that's significant because like people you put out a new song and your first thought is oh new J Cole song. Well, not our first thought, but yeah. some people's first thought is oh <laughs> new J Cole song. Sure. And <clears throat> your first thought is not like oh I wonder who he's talking about, but that's exactly what happened with this. Yeah. Before I even heard the song, I saw his tweet about, like, I stand by everything I said in that song. I, like, I saw that too, yeah. And then he name drops no name in the tweet. And then all these people who are like, well, we don't even know who he's talking about. It's like, yeah, but he said it. Yeah. He didn't have to say her name. And then he said her name on Twitter anyway. So, right. so for people who are not, you know, abreast of this kind of hip hop information, we need a jingle for like, when we just do some hip hop news type stuff, I'll do this. <laughs> Coupled with this. <laughs> you should play them at the same time. <clears throat> I'll get the. Uh, That's perfect. Yeah. Uh, so, No Name is. She's a young female artist, African-American, which is significant. I bring that up, not for no reason. Who, uh, I can't remember the name of the album that she dropped. But she just, she, she's she's definitely, she's really talented. Um, and she is a person who has posi- positioned herself as a voice in the black community. <coughs> and as a person of... <clears throat> wouldn't say like significant influence but like a, a person who is you know i mean if you want to get simple with it just a person who's trying man you yeah. know there's like a not there's not a lot of people with a significant following who are like trying yeah you know and like conscious yeah she's woke right. for for uh lack of a better term mm-hmm. i mean I, I hate to say that in a serious matter yeah because almost um, almost as fast as that word became popular, it yeah. was bastardized and has become a parody. Of oh, itself. it's hundred percent derogatory now. Yeah. Um, so I don't mean that in that way. Right. Just like in the simplest terms, like there's just, sometimes there's no other way to describe a person who's like awake and seeing society for what it is. Mm-hmm. It's like, um, they live, they got the glasses <laughs> on, you know? Right. <clears throat> so a while back, she tweeted something about something to the effect of, you know, you've got these these big name, these top selling artists making money off of the black community by talking about black plight in their music, and then they never show up when it matters, right? That's mm-hmm. me paraphrasing, but that's basically the tweet. 
And uh, a lot of people took it to mean that she was talking directly to J. Cole and Kendrick Lamar Mm -hmm. because they're the two highest selling artists who talk about black plight. Right. I think it's pretty obvious she was talking about J. Cole and Kendrick. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't even think what her statement wasn't even all that subtle. Like, it was obvious she was talking about at least one of them. Yeah. And nothing really comes of it because at the po- at that point, <clears throat> J. Cole and, and Kendrick had not been to any of these rallies or anything like that. Or they really hadn't really on it. Quote, quote unquote showed up. Yeah, right. they didn't comment on it or anything. And, you know, this kind of goes along with the conversation that we were having last week about being visible mm-hmm. or actually the week before our Black Lives episode. Right. About being visible and about making your voice heard and and you know who are we to tell somebody when they need to show up and yeah. how they need to show up mm-hmm. and so on and so forth so anyway that passes blows over j cole and kendrick actually do uh show up to some of these rallies or whatever and then everybody kind of just they're like okay well they showed up now yeah. let's stop talking they about did the it. thing and um uh, yeah it satiated the mob right. so they were good to go now but that didn't stop j cole from releasing a song <laughs> called I Got More to Say. Snow on the Bluff. Snow on the Bluff. Wherein he, I listened to the song like three or four times just to kind of really get it. Mm-hmm. And the idea behind the song is, and obviously you can go listen to the song if you want. I mean, I advise that you spend your time listening to other rappers, but <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. We're going to get some shit. It actually, <laughs> it actually wasn't, mob. dude, I would love for them to fucking show up. Yeah. I've, I've said it before and I'll say it again. You mm-hmm. want to come on this show and debate j cole's greatness we can go right yeah. ahead when when there is a website dedicated to a rapper's corniest lyrics you don't have an argument as to him being the best i'm sorry but you're not gonna see a website dedicated to black thought being cor- like black thoughts corniest lines yeah you're not gonna see a website dedicated to conway the machine's corniest lines mm. you're just not gonna see it okay so sue me but it ain't happening okay Anyway, you're just a hater, but that's fine. <laughs> I don't even dislike him that much, so much as just don't subscribe to this him being holier him than thou. Fl- yeah, him floating above every other rapper. Yeah, thing. I never just, understood that. Yeah, I never I did. Don't get why people like deify some of these dudes. Yeah, but I think you're about to pay him a compliment. Yes, the song I was. Thank you for reminding me. <laughs> mm. The song itself is actually I like the song. Yeah, I, I like, like it too. His flow is dope. Mm-hmm. Um, the chorus at the end, like who, I think he's, I think he's harmonizing with somebody else. Maybe he's doing both vocal lines, but I think it, you know he sang pretty well at the end. Um, I think it, you know, I like that it's this simple like guitar licks. Not very. You don't get a lot of uh, uh you know. There's basically no drums to the song, mm-hmm. and he's just trying to kind of get a point across. I do love everything that's presented. And even the idea behind it, I like his brutal honesty mm-hmm. and how he feels about how he felt about being singled out in his yeah. mind. So I, I, I like the song. Um, but what it's caused is this conversation that just runs far deeper than what he was trying to get across or even what no name was trying to say about their lack of participation in the movement. Mm -hmm. The biggest thing that came from it was uh, tone policing. You see that, that phrase get thrown around a lot now Mm -hmm. on Twitter and the idea by the woke, by the woke, Mm -hmm. 
And the idea is, you know, the people who are defending J. Cole, they're like, why is everybody getting their, their, their panties in a bunch? All he did was say, I would please help me understand more. I, I understand that like I'm doing stuff, but maybe I'm not doing enough. And I wish that you would, <clears throat> instead of talking down to me, talk to me like a person and show me how I could do better. Yeah. Right? That's basically what the song is about. <clears throat> um, and uh, the counter argument to that is for hundreds of years now, it ha- the onus has fallen on black women to educate everyone, mm-hmm. not just white people, but even yeah. other well, black people. Well, because they're at an apex of oppression. Yes. They're women and they're of color. <laughs> right. And so they're the ones who we always look to to go, please teach us. Please right. show us. And quite frankly, black women are getting tired of it. <laughs> they're fucking tired of it. You they're don't fuck- say. <laughs> they're just, they're sick of being the ones who have to always educate people, have to always, it's like. How I are s- we hurting you now? Right, exactly. <clears throat> I saw one tweet where this girl screenshot uh, uh, this conversation she had with a guy who was trying to understand like what the issue was. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I, I, I don't get it. Why don't you explain it to me? And she was like, <laughs> I saw that one. You saw yeah. this? Mm-hmm. She's like, just go to my timeline. I'm explaining it. And he's like, Nah, you explain it here. And he, and she's like, No, <laughs> fuck you, scram, right. get out of here. Yeah. And then he, and then he takes it to the next dude. He says the most off the wall shit. Mm-hmm. He comes back and he's just like, See, y'all always want motherfuckers to protect y'all, and then you can't even turn around. You know what? It should have been you in that dumpster instead of that other black queen. It was like, whoa, yeah. that's that's the next. That's your what? Right. But that's but that's exactly right. proof positive. Exactly it's of the like, argument, bro. You just right there just proved the, the you just showed what the problem was. Yeah. Black woman tells you, and not only she, it's not she. She didn't tell you to fuck off. She said, your answers are over there. Right. This is where you can find them. Go ahead. And he was like, nah. Tell me. Spoon feed it to me. Right. And that's what a lot of these people who are defending J. Cole are like. All he did was ask for it to be explained. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, but You're not entitled he's a grown-ass man. Right. Why should a black woman spoon feed the information yeah. to him? And I think that's the source of No Name's frustration. People are like, you know. And and in his statement, he's like, and in his song, he's like, I respect her and I love what she's doing. She's got the book club and and she's trying to educate people and stuff. And it's like, you know, his 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 concept was, you don't have to educate the people who are already on your side. You got to get to the people who you need to spoon feed it to. Yeah. And I don't know, man. I'm kind of on the side of 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 no name and black women who are like, like I'm tired of. Mm-hmm. Having a spoon feed shit to people. I think it goes along with the argument we were talking about with the the Black Lives Matter episode, where uh, why is it always the responsibility of the oppressed to teach the oppressors? Right. It, it shouldn't be. Like you you have the you have the utilities and the resources to learn on your own. Yeah. You can. Yeah. And and there's enough of people being oppressed expressing why they feel the way they do for you to find. Yeah. They don't have to go out of their way to do that again for you. Yeah. So, so I, I, I understand 
I understand the intention. Mm-hmm. I think J. Cole's in, intentions were good. And, yeah, J. Uh, Cole's intentions are always good. Yeah. I think that's part of the problem. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. But uh, you know, I, I, I can see I can see where the, the contention comes from. Yeah. Uh from the other side of that argument. Mm-hmm. Bro, somebody said that black men are the white people of black people. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> yo. <laughs> I mean, I don't know how Ugh. much truth there is to that, but goddamn. <laughs> what an analogy. That's hilarious. <laughs> That's fucking hilarious. Uh. And it yeah, and it it's it's uh yeah, I mean like you said, I mean, it, you somebody like J. Cole, you have to respect that he's trying. Yeah. You know, I never take away from what he's trying to get across. My issue has always been he's not as clever as people make him out no. to be. That's oh that's always been my only gripe with him is that his lyrics just aren't as clever as you guys yep. make it out to be. And J. Cole fans make it really frustrating and hard to be a J. Cole fan <laughs> because it's like, I don't have, why do I have to keep having this conversation with you? This shit is corny. I, w- I, I would, I think I would like him more if his fans weren't so annoying. Yeah. 100%. And if he's, if he was a little more self aware, he seems to kind of, you know, eat yeah. it up a little bit. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah. You have to believe. You have to. You have to think like his intentions were good, and you have to respect that. But at the same time, somebody who purports to be as smart as he is, and even in the song, he's like, "I got an average IQ." It's like, shut up, dude. Just shut up. <laughs> we know. Nobody cares about your fucking IQ. <laughs> yeah, right. We know. We know. Yeah. <laughs> we get it. I mean, you know, they, his fans just let him get away with so much shit. Dude. Yeah. They just let him make songs. But why? Like, but why? 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 I, why? I I just I don't. I, it's too late. It's too late. It's too late. I wish I wish I would have known that you were. Gonna, wish we were in sync on that one. <laughs> uh, next one. Next okay. one. <clears throat> but yeah, I don't know. Where's it come from? Because I mean, like, I've listened to most of his big projects. Um, I don't know where. Like, I know I know the fan base started from mixtapes and kind of grew from that, there. That's where I started. Yeah, and and that's where I, that's the first stuff I ever heard of his, but. I was never like this guy is the future. Yeah, I thought he was good. I thought he was solid, but I was never blown away, and I'm not sure why. Because there's nothing mind blowing about what he says and does. The thing is, <clears throat> J. Cole is a modern iteration of the rapper you've already seen before. Mm-hmm. He's just he's just our most deaf, our Talib Kweli, our Black Thought. Except less talented, mm. but a lot of people get them. A lot of people <laughs> just don't. They don't have any context for that, and mm. so they're like, "Look at all." He was successful coming up in an era where, like, that the, was cool. Where like it wasn't. While he was being, while he was gaining traction, we we were still in the midst of snap music. Yeah, and you, we were getting into EDM rap and right, stuff. Right, right, So he was a breath of fresh air. Yes, that's what it mm-hmm. was. He was our alternative. He yeah. was the he was the guy who, if you were a, a a tribe called Quest fan, you were like, finally, yeah, finally, we got a guy who's being su- successful despite all of that shit. Mm. And so I think that's where a lot of the um the passion comes from. It's mm-hmm. like this is my guy, right. And they refuse to accept when you go, all right, man, but you just have to 
you have to admit to yourself that some of the stuff he says is just they're not they're not only corny lyrics they're not good that makes perfect sense because i feel like the entire problem with him and his fan base is that they're so self-serious mm-hmm. that in the time of snap music and and you know like party jams essentially mm-hmm. they couldn't loosen up and just have fun with it yep so they're so self-serious and so so committed to this I'd call it a facade at this point. Yeah. Of of trying to be super woke and conscious all the time. I I I think that makes perfect sense as to why why they allow him to get away with the things he does. Yeah. And uh, deify him like you were saying. Mhm. Cuz he's he's saying things that were different at the time but aren't really that deep when you look no. into it. No. But he was the only one saying it at that level. Mm-hmm. So therefore, he's all, he seems to be the only one out there that can do that from yeah. that generation. Right. And it makes so, sense. So we've we've latched on to him now. And now just let him, you know. And now with what he's been doing recently, he's really become like the guy. Like his last three projects have been like proof positive that he's one of the goats. Yeah. And it's like, you're saying that because the projects before these last three were, were garbage. <laughs> Weren't good. And now you are, now that you have projects that you can latch onto, you can admit that his, that J. Cole, I think, I think J. Cole and I think Big Sean mm-hmm. have two of the worst debut albums of all time from yep. artists that were highly anticipated. Yep. People were clamoring for their projects. And then when that J. Cole album came out, dude, I put it on and I was like, what the fuck am I listening to? I couldn't what believe. What happened? I couldn't believe how pedestrian that album was. Yeah. And then when Mr. Nice Watch came on, I was like, huh? <laughs> he made a whole song about his watch and then yet still tries to pepper in woke bars. Mm-hmm. And you're like, what? No. And then to get, you make a song about a watch and you like, hey, Jay-Z, do you mind getting on this song and not think that Jay-Z is just going to eat you, you alive? alive? I don't know what you were thinking. Yeah. So yeah, uh, from that point, you know, he drops Born Center and, and um, then a couple of mi- a couple more mixtapes. Then, then he gets on this hot run. Of like 2014, Forest Hill, yeah. and For Your Eyes Only, and then KOD. And then now people are like, see? It's like, this is just marginally better than that other shit. Yeah. So. You know what's kind of frustrating? Mm. I think the singles that came out before KOD are better than a lot of the songs on KOD. Yeah. Like that one that, I forget what it's called. The one that called out <laughs> Kanye. Mm. Yeah, that one wasn't even on the album. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like a lot of the stuff that came out beforehand as like just singles, I felt was like some of the strongest stuff. Yeah, I really liked those, but then a lot of it didn't even end up on the the project. Yeah, of course it did. That's how they did. Just throw just throw these songs out there, and you're like, "What are you gonna do with that?" Like, right. Yeah, eh, nothing. Forget about it. Yeah. So, yeah. So he's he's been able to just build a career off of. Just that good faith. Mediocre wokeness. Yeah. Is I guess the best way to Well, I guess when you're you're starving and you get a you get a little scrap of something. Yeah. You get a little Vienna sausage in there. But now looks I like mean, a steak. Dude, now we don't I mean, bro. 
listen to Rhapsody's last album. Yeah. Her shit. Rhapsody's awesome. Dog, her last album is better than, I would say, I don't want to, I don't want to be hyperbolic and say it's better than his whole career, but I would definitely <laughs> say better than his last two or three projects for sure. Yeah. She wraps circles around him. Mm-hmm. So we're no longer starved for that that lane and and i was i was wondering what do you think his fan base is right now is it still the people who grew up in that era that were starved for that content and found it with him and just stuck along the entire way do you think there are new people who who find him and stick to him maybe because of that legacy mm-hmm. that he's grown you know what i think it is i mm-hmm. think it's i think it's the latter i think it's a lot of new people who when they start listening to rap and they want to hear that real shit yeah he's known as he's one of those guys and so they 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 along with the people who have been like if you're okay so i don't think it's a lot of the people from back in the day Mm because i am the people from back in the day (laughs) it me it me i i i started listening to this dude when he started rapping basically when he got famous off of off of the come up and and um i forgot what the first one was called but this was when you still had motherfuckers going New J. Cole, New J. Cole, New, new shit, new shit. And like right. screaming the titles of the songs at the beginning of each yeah. song. Like, bring this it was back. Back in the day. Yeah. So, you know, I don't think it's those people. Okay. I think it's the new people who are being told that the only woke rappers are Kendrick Lamar and J. Cole. Mm. I think it's them. Because okay. if you talk to any like new rap fan, the first thing they say is, you ever listen to J. Cole? I was like, come on, dude. Seriously? Mm-hmm. Anytime I hear that, I'm like, I'm not engaging in this conversation. I'm just not going to do it. Because now I have to sit here and sit through you trying to convince me about some shit that like, I'm going to fucking school you on. And then I have to fucking talk about all the shit that you should be listening to that I know you're not going to listen to. And it's yeah. like, why are we even having this conversation? It's almost as bad as when people are like, you know Eminem's the goat, right? It's like, oh, okay, <laughs> oh. now we have to have this conversation. Shut up. So I don't want. I just don't. I just don't want to do it. But to answer your question, yeah, I think it's. I think it's people who don't know shit about just based off legacy. And, and yeah, word think, of mouth. Yeah, I yep. think that's what it is. Makes sense. Because most of them, like his biggest fans, are they come from Forest Hill Drive and yeah. um, For Your Eyes Only. Like those are the projects that they that they always quote from. Yeah, and you know, I feel like you know, you said we weren't we aren't starved for that kind of like quote-unquote woke content anymore in hip-hop yeah which is true but i feel like this most recent generation that's engaged with hip-hop music uh is is focused more on kind of you know trap shit and like you know kind of similar in a way to what the era that we came up in as teenagers Mm -hmm. where it's gone back to this kind of radio friendly uh, southern influence trap beat yeah. thing, which is fine, but I think maybe that's also another reason why there's an entire new generation of kids growing up that have that as all the people are dancing to on TikTok, are listening to going to school, mm-hmm. and maybe they're looking for something like that from another era and are going to J. Cole because that's what they heard. Yeah. I think that's the connective tissue that brings them to that artist in particular. That makes perfect. Sorry. That makes perfect sense. <laughs> I hit I hit the I mics. Had, headsets went out. Yeah. That makes perfect sense. Uh, but the thing is, this is how it's always been. 
You know, every every era, every decade has always been. Here are the commercially successful guys. Here are the guys who are underground. Yeah. And here are the guys who are able to cross over and do things that both sides can be like, I'm with that. Yeah. Right. Right. Every every iteration and these, and and you only you only have this kind of perspective when you get older and you can look back on it. Like when we were younger, God damn, did we hate D4L and <laughs> them franchise boys yeah. and shit like that, yep. right? But there were so many guys out there doing music that you could latch onto if you wanted to. If you if yeah. you if you did the research, if you wanted to listen to good shit, you could. And you could always there's never been a deficit of artists doing of rap artists making good music. Yeah. It's all there are the Every every decade, there's always enough guys that you can listen to. It's just, yeah. you know, people aren't willing to do the research. And I don't blame anybody for, like, not wanting to, whoa, now I have to go to fucking uh, OK Player and go through the fucking, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. I don't blame you for not doing the research and, you know, your idea of hip-hop is what you hear on the radio. Right. Because that's how it always is. But don't sit up here and try to have a conversation with me about the fact that there's no good rappers mm-hmm. and it's like all right but do you know who jpeg mafia is do you listen to danny brown have you yeah listened to, have you done the research on any and, of these and guys i think i think uh, a key word you pointed out just now without knowing it is radio mm. which i think is you know we're talking about kids listening to spotify more than anything right right, right. so yeah you, you can be exposed to more things i think spotify can work like a radio station just like a, a traditional one but you can very easily check into something else. Yeah. You can be recommended something else. Um, somebody, you know, back in the day, somebody goes, hey, have you ever listened to Big Daddy Kane? And you're like, no. What do you have to do? Uh, well, you have see, to hope they have it, first of let's all. Let's see. Let's look online. Big Daddy Kane. Okay. Big Daddy Kane's albums. Mm-hmm. You see what pops up. Okay. What's his first album? Okay. I'll find that one. All right, let's go to FYE. Yeah, and see what they have under Big Daddy Kane. All right, they got one. Uh, it's not the one I was looking for. <laughs> it's it's twenty dollars. <laughs> uh, Dude. All right, I'm not gonna get that. I guess I'll go with the the I'll I'll go with Kingdom Come Two instead. Bro, I mean, you just gave me flashbacks. Yeah, I mean. I don't know how many times I've gone to the FYE or Best Buy and gone, this isn't the one that they told me I should get. <laughs> right. This isn't the classic one. This is like late career Daddy right. Kane. I don't want to listen to this. Yeah. Here's the greatest hits. Uh, <laughs> all right. Oh, man. <clears throat> yeah. And, and and I think I think for me personally, I'm not going to speak for you because you have a mic in front of you too. But for me personally, that was part of the reason I used to be so bitter about when people would be like, you know, there's no good rappers and you try to tell them about people and they're like, yeah, but they're underground and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, dog, you don't know what I used to do to try to find good music. Yep. You know, I wasn't in no fucking trenches. <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, it wasn't... We had to fight the Germans for it was that. Never, it was never easy. It's never been easy. Yeah. Even in the Even in the late or the early 90s when fucking... When you can feel here right. When that was like the number one song in the country, what did you think? Do you really think that Rock Him was number two? Yeah. No, fuck no. 
like yes, the mid '90s were a heyday for hip hop, but you go back to dog. Look at the Billboard. Yeah, exactly. Top 100. You don't you don't have to go that far. I mean, even listen to what rappers are talking about back in the in those days. A lot of them, a lot of their content is criticizing this new jack swing, you know, rappers only want to make R&B records type mm. stuff. Like they're all there's like I said, it's every fucking decade. It's every era of hip hop. We yeah. always have this. So there was never a op- there was never a point in hip hop where you know the the top 10 albums were fucking you know five mic classic albums and now 2020 we're like oh they just don't make them like they used to it's like it's always been like this yeah i think people have a this misconception that like in 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 94 uh, on major radio stations they're just playing ilmatic yeah you know like it's it's not that's not the case at least not at least not nationwide you know in new york Hot 97, you probably, you find that, you find, you know, a lot of classics on that, but that's because it's such a niche market that is, is, is a hotbed yeah. for that content. Yeah. So that, I, I think it's a very specific time and place thing. Yeah. I, I, it's funny cause I, I was recently, my parents brought out the, the VHS player mm-hmm. and a uh, uh, home video tape of the time we were in New York. I think it was in 94 actually. Yeah. And I hope this just doesn't sound like we're like 50 years old. <laughs> <laughs> we're talking about things that don't even exist I f- anymore. I feel like a good handful of our audience wasn't born in 94. Yeah. So I was a toddler. I was a, I was a small child. Uh-huh. I barely remember it. <laughs> yeah, don't try to take it back now. Oh, fuck. You were well aware. Yikes. You were paying taxes. Mm. It was my car we were driving. <laughs> no, but there's there's a clip of uh, me and my family in the car driving in the Bronx. I think it was Hot 97 on. And uh, Wu-Tang was playing. Yeah. And I was like, oh, my God. Yeah. This is incredible to hear it and to see, like, the, the, the actual era of where that music was coming from. is like a really special uh, uh, time capsule Yeah, to, to see that. So, yeah. That's all to say that was happening in that time and place. Yeah. But, you know, could you hear that in California? I don't know. You know, w- would you hear Wu-Tang in, in Montana? Uh, I'm not sure. Probably not. And and the other thing is, even even today, there are hit songs that are like, quote unquote, woke songs. You know, you there there are a handful of them that do break through that, that um, glass ceiling. So. Sure. <clears throat> I just don't think that we're in unprecedented times. No, yeah. no. I, I mean, I think what you said is true. The older you get, the more perspective you have on things, and the more you realize that it's all a cycle. Yeah. It all it all comes back. Yeah. It's all just it, it's just the ebb and flow. Yeah. I like to think about Nas a lot. That's a weird thing to say. I think about him all the time when yeah. I sleep, when I'm naked, uh-huh. um, especially when I do think about him when I get a haircut because he does those bevel commercials and like somebody does like that that half moon yeah. part in his mm-hmm. head. And I'm just like, I couldn't pull that off. <laughs> <laughs> I d- did you ever do the part? No. I don't think you have ever had hair short enough to do the part. Have you ever had just a well, fade? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I did. I did. I did. When? But, um, high school. I had it in, I think, sophomore year. Mm. I think it was sophomore. Yeah, I, I cut it all the way down. Yeah. Super short, super tight. The problem was I have a widow's peak. 
So they'd have to slice it off. Oh, God, you don't want to do that. They'd slice it off, and then it would immediately start growing back. And then you look dirty immediately. Yep, yep. And people would point it out, and I'd be like, I got my hair cut last week. Relax. (laughs) Dude, there was nothing worse than seeing those guys who, like, tried to have, like, a clean edge up. Yeah. And they sliced off their widow's peak, and it was like... Yeah. I mean, the, the barber was honest with me. He's like, are you sure you want to do this? And I was like, yeah, I mean, I want it to look clean. He's like, clean, okay. You know what I'm all right. So he took the straight razor to it all the way up. And they do their best. Yep. But there's, I mean, when you got, when you got black hair, deep oh, yeah. black hair, yeah, yeah. that widow's peak comes back the Immediately. next day. Immediately. Yeah. Immediately. That's yeah. So it, it never worked out for me. I learned from then on, I need to grow it out a little bit. Yeah. Um, the most I got was uh, actually more recently um, when I have it a little bit longer on top and do kind of the comb over. Yeah, they would do a, a a cut into the part, right? Like a like a permanent part. Oh yeah 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 yeah. They'd slice it in there. That I was always afraid of. Yeah, my brother called it the uh, douchebag cut. So <laughs> yeah, after that it's like, oh, okay, I can't. Yeah, I guess I can't like do that anymore. anymore. <clears throat> yeah, so I used to I used to do the um, the part on the side. Yeah. Part, like a couple of lines on the side mm-hmm. but i could never pull off the half moon in the front mm-hmm. couldn't do it maybe i could i just never tried i just yeah. didn't think like ah, i want to do it but i'm like i can't i can't yeah so yeah i think about him that's good i'm glad you admitted that <laughs> anyway the what, reason i what bring was, that what up was the point yeah the point was <laughs> i i think and i'm glad that i remember it because mm. dude if i would have if i would have lost the train of thought on that one <laughs> And just led people into that. That's that's year one, one beer in <laughs> podcast dude. content. Shit, that was two weeks ago. I fucking lost the train <laughs> of thought on something. Anyway, I think about Nas because I think about it. He he's always like an anchor of as long as you're doing good music, as long as you're making good music, it doesn't matter what era you're in, what's going on around you. As long as you're being, I, I truly believe, and I know this sounds like an idyllic way of looking at music and stuff, but if you're, if you're being true to yourself and people, and first and foremost, it has to be good, right? Because sure. you can be true to yourself and you should be garbage. Yeah. It, as long as it's good and you're being true to yourself, I don't think it matters. People always get so wrapped up in, you know, oh, it's the it's the snap era. Oh, it's the crunk era. Oh, you can't. All, all people want to hear is trap shit. Yeah, you say that, and yet Kendrick Lamar just won a Pulitzer Prize. Right. Your your golden boy J Cole has gone platinum with no features. Mm-hmm. It's not impossible if you stick to the script of what you believe in. Mm-hmm. It's not impossible to. And and I the reason I bring up Nas is because. Almost every decade since he came out in 93, 94, he's been relevant. When Nas decides to put some shit out, it, it's usually good. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's been, there's been some trash ones in there. There definitely have. But it's usually decent to good, and he's yep. usually sticking to what made him famous in the first place. And it's like, think about a guy who debuted in 94. Yeah. And then just put At out 18. an album with Kanye West, not, that Nasir album. Which, by the way, I just listened to and it's trash. But <laughs> that album came out what a year, and a, two years ago, mm-hmm. two years ago, dude. This guy debuted at night in '94 at age 18, yeah, and is still making music that people go, "Oh, you heard that new Nas?" If that doesn't give you hope for right. just do you, and the rest will fall into place, I don't know what else you need to hear. Yeah, you know, 
I mean, especially considering where he came from. Oh, yeah. You know, like who would have thought if 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 he could have seen himself at 17 when he was writing the lyrics for Illmatic Mm -hmm. that he'd record a year later to today, a multimillionaire mogul. Like, kind of amazing. It's incredible. He was smart enough to like jump on all those startups and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of people don't know that about him. Like yeah. he's he's like deep in Silicon Valley. Mm-hmm. Con. Silicon, Silicon. I always I always obviously It's fine, yeah. Always... One's boobies, the other one <laughs> is tech. I like Silicon Valley bo- more. Nice. I like to think that I prefer Silicon Peaks, Silic- if you know what I mean. <laughs> all right. Uh Relax. Silicon Valley. Right. He was deep into that shit, yep. making making investments in companies that you wouldn't even think about. And you're like, a lot of what? rappers are. Yeah, apparently Chameleon got his yeah. hands in some shit, and you're yep. like, I think I read that he invested in Lyft. Yeah, like he did. he's got his hands in some shit that you're like, wait a minute, why would he even think that that would be successful? Somebody came to him and probably gave him a little presentation, and he said, okay, yeah. So just having a couple million dollars in the bank, and you're like, I want to make more. But I know that rap is a fickle thing. Right. Which it's, it turned out to be for Chameleon <clears throat> Yeah, for sure. Well, I mean, also, he didn't help sure. by not being that good. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> of course. He so, was huge for like a year or two. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Think about, he, he made he made Riding Dirty, and he rode that, no pun intended, <laughs> to multi-million dollar success yeah i read this thing i think actually i think southie told me about this that when 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 they were talking about um ringtones because mm. history lesson kids god this is the this is this the, is the old, old man episode man <laughs> back in the day because now people just Download. no one gives a shit about their ringtones yeah. right you just have the fun I don't even think people have ringtones. They have their phone on silent and just text each other. Yeah. They just feel it. It's Yeah. <laughs> but back in the day, we used to care a lot about our individuality. Mm-hmm. And you didn't want just the, the Nokia. Yeah. And the one, one of the ways that you showed your individuality was you had custom ringtones. Mm-hmm. I, for one, never paid for one. I used to steal them off the radio. I would record them with the record feature. <laughs> I'm sure that sounded great. <laughs> Actually, it didn't sound that bad. Really? It really didn't sound that bad comparable to... (laughs) Before, when I I first started doing that, what they used to do was make the 8-bit tones from those popular songs. Yeah. Remember? I remember So it'd be riding dirty. (laughs) And you'd like... And that's what people would spend a dollar on. Yeah. That was like on the bricks. A whole fucking dollar you would spend on that. On the brick, yeah. Yeah. The brick phones. And once they had that feature where you could record, and by the way, you know, you I you used to be able to record conversations. They had the phones had the capability to record. like calls. Yeah, yeah. So mm-hmm. you would call somebody and then just hit record, and you could record the whole thing. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Like <laughs> how it's before people really thought about the implications of that. Yeah. We're like, oh, this is this is illegal unless you. And I remember the iPhones taking the feature away, and I used to think like that kind of sucks because mm-hmm. I liked. I wasn't like incriminating people. I would use it for music. Like I would ask somebody mm-hmm. to like say some cool shit while we were talking, and then yeah. I would use it. You know, fucking rappers put voicemails and shit on their yeah. phones because we can't think of anything clever to say ourselves. <laughs> um, <clears throat> so. 
I used to do I used to use that feature, record mm-hmm. it, and you could just turn it into a ringtone. Yeah. And he, Chameleonaire, was smart enough to go, I want the profits from my ringtones. Yeah. At a time where record labels were going, ringtones are stupid. Yeah. It doesn't seem like that big of a revenue stream. And they but it was. Dude, they <laughs> exploded. And he made so much money off of those stupid fucking ringtones. Yeah. Crazy frog, man. I, I remember I, I read this thing about um Tom Cruise not Tom Cruise, Tom Hanks. Mm-hmm. Who I don't know I don't know if there I don't know how much truth there is to this. I saw it on Instagram, so if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. I don't care. Um <laughs> put that on a shirt. But the yeah, if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. I don't care. The post was apparently Tom Cruise didn't Tom Hanks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he didn't make any money. He didn't make any initial money off of Forrest Gump. He signed a contract that he would get a percentage of the revenue from the movie. Okay. Yeah. And he made more money than he <laughs> yeah could yeah. ever use. And and it's that kind of foresight that mm. dude. I I I hope that I have in any kind mm. of business dealing. I don't think I would. Yeah. Well, I mean, you have to think too. At the time, it, it it's it's a gamble, right? Mm-hmm. At the time that he was making Forrest Gump. He's a very successful actor, right? Mm-hmm. So he has the money. He, he's not going to go broke. Yeah. He's smart. I'm sure he has investments. That's the money he saved away. So he doesn't really have much to lose. I'm, you know, of course, you think of the, the lost value he could have spent that entire time doing a different movie. Yeah. But if he believes in the script and in the project, which he did, I'm sure. Yeah. And go for it. It's a it's a smart investment, and it's not just believing in the project. That's total belief in yourself. Yeah, because I mean, he's the he's the star. Yeah, you have to bet on yourself. You have to really believe that you that you're gonna bring. And that's the same thing with Chameleonaire. Like saying to a company, "I want 100 percent revenue from those things," when that company is scoffing at you. Yeah, that's a total belief in yourself. It's the same thing with like um, uh, what was it? Uh, Lucas, George Lucas, and wanting oh yeah profits off of the toys and merch right. and all that stuff. Uh, when they initially were like, no, no way, like that's not your role. Yeah, he demanded it. He said, no, I that's that's part of this entire deal, and that's where most of the money came from. Right. So that's, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> having foresight, thinking outside the box, not being on yourself, man. Yeah, not limiting yourself to the the the, the boxes that are set out for you. Yeah, you know, I, I think, and and like you said, having confidence in yourself, betting on yourself, it only adds more um, drive. Yeah, to to get it done. I don't. Did we um? Did we really talk enough about the no name J Cole stuff? <laughs> I don't know if we did. I think oh. I think that. My disdain for J. Cole and his fans <laughs> kind of took no, over. No, I think I think I think we summed it up pretty well. Um I think we both agree that J. Cole had good intention uh when he came out with the song and his approach was from a good place, yeah. but ultimately flawed because you know, the the the, the person and in a larger scope, the people who he was targeting with that message are saying, it's not our place. We don't have to teach you anymore. Yeah. You have the power to teach yourself. Stop looking for black women 
to teach you about the struggle. Yeah. That Figure goes it out. for black men. That goes for white women, especially. Oh yeah. That brings that, 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 that reminds me of that tweet that I told you guys about on that, on the BLM episode about how some lady was like, some lady tweeted this, this black woman and was like, can you teach my kids about blah, blah, blah. And, yeah. and she was like, respectfully, no, no, <laughs> you need to fucking do this shit yourself. Right. I'm t- I'm not going to be mm-hmm. your resource for this. shit. It only works if I don't have to teach you anymore. You know, like, right. You, you have to do that for yourself. Right. Become self-sufficient. Like right. that's the if only way it'll continue. Uh, yeah. I mean, and I, I think some people would be like, well, how are people ever going to learn if you don't teach them? And it's like, you could have said that in 1952. You could have said that in 1972. You yeah. could have said that in 2002. Dog, we have so many resources now. If you want to know something, and this is why I, I always find it amazing that people lose arguments online. Mm-hmm. You have your hand. You have in your hands nearly endless resources. <laughs> How could you lose an argument? Yeah. How? I understand. Like, look, it's. I'm not saying that black women or people of color or anyone in, in in a position that is is being oppressed shouldn't educate people if they feel like they want to yeah i think that's a big differentiator here yeah if you have something to say and you want to educate people on it by all means you have the right to do that and you yeah. should if you have something to say say it especially if you think it'll help people out to understand and and get to a a place where they should be but the only thing that I'm trying to say, I think you're trying to say is it shouldn't be like mandated for them to do that. It yeah. should, there shouldn't be this, this unspoken, like, like people deserve that from them, you know? Yeah. So I, I that, that's all we're trying to say here is like, you know, it's yeah, not that there shouldn't be any education. You. Exactly. Uh, Chance tweeted about it. I saw, yeah, I saw that too. Yeah. And he, he jumped on. He jumped aboard. Uh, I don't know, man. I don't. Hmm, I'm conflicted. I don't. <laughs> I don't know how helpful I th- his tweets were. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but but at the same time, he did. Sh- he shows solidarity black with black women, and I think what he said was pretty much what we're saying on this on this episode. Just some. Uh, he was just like one thing he said. One thing he's. I'm like swallowing my tongue. One thing he said. One tweet was something about how. Let me pull this up. Cause, uh, God forbid I misquote somebody. <laughs> Don't you dare. <laughs> Remember the one beer in podcast? <laughs> <laughs> I put in Chance and 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 my my profile comes up because my name is Chance T Bone Furlong. Mm. Can you explain where that came from? I can. He's uh. <laughs> He's uh he's one of the SWAT cats. Ah. Yeah. Okay. He's I, the uh he's the, he's the short fat one. Okay. Yeah. I only so, think of uh Terminator 2 when I think of Furlong. Yeah, unfortunately. Yeah. Uh I think he deleted the tweet. Oh. Wow. Hold on. I don't want to No, never mind. He didn't. I just didn't, <laughs> I just didn't go far enough. This is what he said. This is the one that bothered me. Yet another L for men masking patriarchy and gaslighting as constructive criticism. That one kind of bothered me Mm because I was like, all right, men, 
those are some pretty loaded accusations. Very loaded. And he claims that J. Cole is his friend in the next tweet. Because mm-hmm. somebody said, I know no name is your people's. And Cole did not read the room before dropping that. But come on, bro. Which I think is a response to that tweet I just read. Yeah, it was. It was a response to that tweet I just read. And then he says, they both my peoples, but only one of them put out a whole song talking about how the other needs to reconsider their tone and attitude in order to save the world. It's not constructive and undermines all the work No Name has done. It's not black women's job to spoon feed us. We groan. Which I get. I can, I can rock with the last couple of sentences, but I just... I don't know, man. Like I said, that's a pretty loaded accusation. Yeah. Gaslighting and masking the patriarchy as constructive criticism. And it, it just feels like it's kind of pandering. Dude, you're not my friend if you publicly say I'm gaslighting Gas- people and masking my, masking my patriarchy as constructive criticism. Like, that is a yeah. phone call, brother. That's, that's a, a phone call. Yeah, it's a lot. That's a show about your door. Yeah. Dude, don't <laughs> fucking do not tweet that shit and then the next day think like we're gonna be cool. We're buds. Like, that's not okay. I'm no. You you're like and now we're getting to this conversation of like, all right, man, you wanna have an intellectual conversation about some shit. Like I don't know, man. Fucking chance bothers me now. <laughs> I know. I know, me too. <laughs> I haven't I haven't found a way to like vocalize it correctly. Cause like I have goodwill for him. You want, you want to try to work it out here? No, I don't. I don't because I'm not going to be able to. I know yeah, it. No. I have to I have to ruminate on it a bit more. <laughs> uh, but I have very I have a lot of feelings there here. There is something about him, yeah. right, that bothers it's you. Just now. like mm. it's like everything he says, you're like it just feels <sighs> like he, it like you said, it feels like he's pandering now. Yeah. A lot of this shit he says and does, you're like I don't know about you no more, man. What happened? It ended <laughs> after the Wendy's Nugget thing. Yeah. After after he realized he had he had the the power mm-hmm. to, to change a fast food restaurant's menu, yep. he was like, "I'm too powerful." <laughs> <laughs> Got drunk on the power. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and also you know putting out that trash ass album. And yeah, it's not good. When he put that album out, and then everyone was like, "This sucks," and he was like, "I'm it's a it's an album about my wife." I think he doubled down at that point and then was like, well, you're never going to get me. You're never going to get another acid rap ever again. Yeah. Now that you've made it. He's you, dug in. Yeah. He's entrenched now. Mm-hmm. He will only rap about how much he loves his wife. And and he's doubled down on his religion, too. So it's like, yeah. oh, OK, we, we've lost him. Yeah. It's over. Yeah. I, w- I want to because we didn't actually all of our conversations about religion were off mic. So there's sure. no real context for that. But. <laughs> I just want to say, <clears throat> I don't have a problem with him rapping about his religion. Right. I have a problem with... Kanye rapping about his religion. I definitely... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Which I agree. I have an issue with people using their religion now as... Let me rephrase. When it comes to gospel music and, and music about the church and music about God and stuff... I think, and this is for me personally, I think the best, I think the, the way that you're going to reach people and the best way to like get your point across is to talk about the works of God in your own personal life. Mm-hmm. But I want to hear, I want to hear your struggle. I want to hear the darkness. Yep. I want to hear why you let God into your life. 
where did why did you get to this point where you needed a voice or you heard a voice or what what was that what, that conflict in a man is interesting to me when you go to church and and even there's that still that voice in the back of your head that says maybe this is all bullshit that's what i want to hear about yeah i don't i don't want to hear the the God is great. Just, just God is love. Only, only rejoicing. Yeah, that's um, that's boring. Yeah, and and <laughs> this is the first time I've ever says to the Bible's credit, <laughs> um, that's what it's filled with. It's it's filled with uh, uh people having doubts. It's it's yeah. filled with tragedy. It, it's filled with struggle. It's filled with these these lows that are only corrected and and uh, uh people are ascended out of that through faith yeah. right that's the story that's storytelling that's that's yeah. that is a story the story is never just god is good god is great and we're all happy mm -hmm. that's it that's not it you look in the bible like the entire point is like our existence is struggle yeah then there's something greater afterwards though so like i that's one of the, the biggest pardon the pun sins of a lot of christian music in general is that it's all joyous it's all about you know how good god is but it's not about why you need god yeah. what what brings you to that place that you're looking for faith yeah that you're struggling for faith right what did it take you out of like what what has it saved you from i think those are the more interesting stories thematically mm -hmm. that people who are making music and i should say you know there there can be good music made out of the joy of faith but it needs to be Keyword, good music. Yeah, first and foremost. <laughs> yeah, I think that's why Coloring Book is his last good album mm -hmm. because it did have that balance of there wasn't a lot of struggle, but there was a lot of this is why I let God into my life, right? And I've given up these things, R like just reality, though. Yeah, like, like just, it, yeah, it, it felt exactly. It felt relatable. It felt like a human being, exactly, that you understood, as opposed to this just kind of holier than thou person. That is preaching to you as yeah. opposed to some, a friend who's coming to you saying, this is what I came from. There is there's nothing worse than those religious people who pretend like they don't have a past. Right. And they're like, you know, you got to trust in God. You got to trust in the church and you got blah, blah, blah. And it's like, all right, man, but tell me where you came from. Why should I trust you? Right. You know? And there's nothing worse than those people who pretend to be holier than now and like they don't right. have a past. It, it, yeah, it's just it, it, it reeks of hypocrisy. Yeah. Because you know they're human. And not to say that like I don't think he's putting out anything hypocritical. His music has just been boring. boring. Bit, which <laughs> yeah. is a worse sin. Yeah, I think so. It's just boring. I'd, I'd prefer it, it, hypocrisy. It's one boring. note. It's very one note. Well, hypocrisy is what we got from Kanye. Hypocrisy is fun. Yeah. It's fun to delve into. Well, you said this, and now you feel this, and 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 a guy like Kanye who is aware of his hypocrisy mm -hmm. is even more fun. Yeah, man, he used to be so good, dude. <laughs> yeah, God, I miss you, Kanye. Mm. I miss the old Kanye. Yep, and not even like college dropout Kanye. I miss just Pablo Kanye. Yeah, <laughs> just go back to that guy. <sighs> Fuck, I was listening to. Uh, it's funny we bring up Kanye because I was listening to um, some of his albums today, and I was listening to Ye. Mm -hmm. Ye sucks. Yeah. The only honestly, dog. Now that we can kind of look back on it, the only good albums that came out of that whole seven song series was Daytona and Kid Seacoast. That's it. 
Yay sucks. Nazir sucks. That Tiana Taylor album is okay. Yeah. They're at, they just, it was just like, a, it was a bad, exp- it was, a, it was a fun experiment, but yeah. at the end of the day, like it just didn't work the way they thought it would. Yeah. And I think in the moment it was easier to uh, be excited about it because yeah. it was, it was such a thing. It was an event. And he always was, makes his things an event. It was super smart, super yeah. smart marketing for it. And you know, even like his album and the Nas album, I remember liking more than I do now. Yeah, because it yeah. was it was an event. It was something like it, it you know, super um, condensed, very easy to get through. Something you listen to on the way to work, mm-hmm. and be able to form an opinion about. And you get to work and you talk about it. Yeah, like that was fun. It was, it was a good time, but it doesn't really have the staying power except for like you said, Daytona and Kitsy Ghost. And dude, those albums, I don't know what they, I don't know what was going on in the studio when they made those two. Yeah, but those two still hold up. They're great. I mean, not even there hasn't even been a drop off. Even in the slide, and not even a stumble. I can put yeah. those two on, and just all the way through. And like you said, it's easy to get through them. They're twenty five minutes yep. long per album. <sighs> Man, mm-hmm. so goddamn good, dude. So good. Yep. So good. I mean, we talked about it to exhaustion. But For sure. They're so good. <laughs> <clears throat> they just hold up. They just hold up. They just they just hold up. Yeah. Um. There's more. There's so much more to, to discuss. Yeah. We we can't just we can't just leave it on that. Let's let's do what we did last week, okay? Let's end it on another PlayStation conversation. Okay, let me go pee real quick. Okay. <laughs> There's a little bit more beer in that too. There is a little wanna... bit. Do you I mean, do you want to like kind of split oh, this up ass. a little bit? Oh god, it hurts. <laughs> oh god. My tailbone. It hasn't moved in like in two hours. Jesus Christ. Uh you already missed it. Okay. It's over. I got it all now. It's, in, it's going inside of me. You're not going to get shit. I'm going to drink it. No, the beer Oh, oh. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know if I should continue shitting on Yay or Nazir. Whatever. We you don't really You don't really gain anything from that. Just know that you don't have to go back and listen to those. You know what's really fucked up? I don't even hear anything about that Tiana Taylor album. And I think that's on purpose. I think because of the stink she she caused when uh <clears throat> when she was trying to put it out. I think after that he was like, oh, okay, well, fuck you. How about that? And you're not going to get any advertising. You're not going to get any kind of backup on this one. Which is fucked up. Because I, I remember thinking, like, this is this is a decent album. And... You know, to that point, I actually haven't gone back and listened to it in a while, because it doesn't pop up on my on my Apple shit, which is kind of fucked up. <laughs> kind of fucked up. I'm like, ah, oh, I don't see it in my face, so why would I fu- why would I listen to it? It doesn't it doesn't it's not presented to me, so why would I listen to it? All right, I'm gonna go back and listen to that album, and then I will I will report back. You know, I actually don't have to pee. I mean, I have to pee, but like not really. Oh. You know, it was like in a like when we had Travis on. I thought I was gonna pee. I, I thought I was gonna pee on myself. <laughs> I was shaking when I, I was sweating when I got when I got to the bathroom. Yeah, dude, I thought I was gonna. I really thought I wasn't gonna make it. I was trying not to. I, he was trying to. He was getting a point across, and I was like, if I I can't just get up <laughs> right. while he's talking <clears throat> because this is the episode. When we interviewed him, which right. we'll, we'll put that out at some point. Yeah, it'll point. come out soon. And uh, 
I asked him a question. I can't just get up while he's <laughs> answering the question I asked him. Yeah. But man, oh my god, I was like, <sighs> yeah. And you went, you went right after he finished that question, right? Yeah. As soon as he, yeah. as soon as he stopped talking, yeah. I was like, I gotta go. I gotta go. I'll be right back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That Travis is a talker, dude. I've never. Yeah, he can. He can talk. Yes, he can. Shout out to Travis. Yeah. That boy can talk. Mm-hmm. Which is good. You want that. Absolutely. Especially it's a great guest. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah, that that's that's fun. I hope people enjoy that one because I, I enjoy doing it. Yeah, well, me too. I want I want to bring on more people and like um, I want to interview more people. Yeah. Well, let's make that a thing. If anyone out there listening knows that who would be a good guest for us to interview, especially local people, yeah. um, you know, small business owners, uh, interesting folk. Mm-hmm. That you know who'd be interested in being on the show? Interesting folks. Yeah, um, leave them in a comment. Yeah, do that. Yeah. But, in the meantime, uh, yes. <clears throat> PlayStation, you say? I say. Uh, what did we? What was out when we talked? No, no. Okay, we talked about what we wanted to see from PlayStation before they had the before they had the reveal. We talked about what Correct. we wanted. Yes. And all we wanted, if I remember correctly, was to see what are we working with. Right. Show us the console. Show us some games. Mm-hmm. Right. And they did that. They did exactly they that. They did exactly that. Mm-hmm. I oh. watched it live. Oh, you did? I did. It was exciting times. I'm a little disappointed. Let Just from, from off the top. I'm a okay. little disappointed that they didn't reveal an actual price point. That we're still speculating. I'm a little angry about well, that. Well, and you, you see all those memes about like Xbox and PlayStation just holding guns on each other, and like you do it first. Yeah, you do it first. So I I, I understand why they didn't, um, because I have the feeling that if they wanted to, if they wanted to price the way they really want to, it'd probably be six hundred dollars, maybe seven. Who knows? Because mm. uh, a lot of times they'll sell consoles at a deficit in order to get people to buy games. Yeah. And it's to adopt the platform, right? Like we were talking about before. Um, so I think they're just seeing how far they can push it before they announce the price. And I, I think the important thing to remember is a console is a one-time buy, hopefully, right? Yeah. And so as a company, if you're PlayStation, if you're PlayStation, if you're Sony... You need as many people as possible to buy this thing. So when you when you first release it, like you said, to sell it at a deficit makes sense from a par- profit standpoint because right. it's like as long as we can get as many people as we can to put this thing in their homes, you know, we can we can get a bunch of first month sales sure. and then start to slowly but surely bring in, you know, late adopters and things like that. But I mean, once you got one, you got one. You yeah. know, my PlayStation I, I Knock on wood. Somewhere. <laughs> There's a guitar behind you. Yeah, that's knock on wood. There, I got a first gen PlayStation Four. Me too. Haven't had to replace it. Me too. And I know people who have had three to four Playstations mm-hmm. because of whatever issue has cropped up. Yeah, you know. So roaches. They got roaches. Dude, 
The <laughs> just roaches? like to live inside of consoles, apparently. What is that about? I don't know if you guys have heard this. Like, there is oh, a God, thing it, that... It, that... Just, it sent a shiver down my spine Bro. thinking about it. Roaches will get inside the console and then just live, live in, there, in there. And yeah. then die in there. They, yep. they live their whole lives in there. <laughs> their entire and lives in the console, They've yeah. said that, like, people, you know, people who repair these PlayStations, like, Oh, my, my, my PlayStation's slowing down or it's overheating or whatever, and they open it up and there's just it's full of it. Oh mm-hmm. gross. Yeah, I've seen I've seen plenty of videos. I don't want to even think about it. <laughs> so <laughs> anyway, yeah, you know, you're you're making that one time purchase. If it's in the neighborhood of like five or six, I'll spring for that. Yeah. If you I mean, start, it's reasonable. I think if you start getting in the neighborhood of like seven or eight hundred dollars, because I saw some rumors that it's eight hundred. And I'll tell you why that that rumor came out because an Amazon price came out for it, like an Amazon I think reservation came out for it. Yeah, but that was like a false thing that wasn't actually true. I'm telling you this right now, dude. I'm not spending eight hundred dollars on a gaming console. Mm-mm. I'll spend eight hundred dollars. That is in the neighborhood of building a PC. Yeah. For two hundred more dollars, you can have a, a solid yeah. PC, and that's what at I least prefer to do. One. I yeah. would because most of the game, like, what am I getting on PlayStation that I'm not getting on a PC, except for a, a handful of exclusives? Yeah, like I'm Naughty not Dog be able to games play play, or uh, uh, Spider Man, um, Spider Man, um, Last of Us. Um, but yeah. other, I mean, yeah. think about like what is really exclusive to a PlayStation at this point. Yeah. So. Yeah, that that would be a wild price point. Yeah, yeah, and I don't think they'll do that because the entire idea is that consoles are meant for the widest market possible. Yeah. So they're going to try to price it reasonably, Um, which is kind of funny when you think about it because the the PS4 was five hundred bucks, and to to sell the PS5 at the same price point just seems kind of like not right yeah like it doesn't make much sense yeah um but still that feels like a a good price to me yeah um i agree with you though i I think that if they sell it at six hundred dollars that's like my top Mm six hundred or less i'm good with that Mm. i'll I'll invest in that um and again mostly just because of the exclusives yeah and because it's the my like my preferred ecosystem Mm -hmm. that's why i play most of my games on i have an xbox one too one as well, mm-hmm. uh, but I don't play <laughs> One, it that often. Two. Oh, oh, oh. Right. I don't. I don't play it as often. So, anywho. <clears throat> yeah. Um. Did you see the console? I saw it. What do you think of it? I think it's. I think it's beautiful. Me too. Thank you. I think it looks like. I think it looks like a piece of a spacecraft. It. <laughs> it looks like a futuristic skyscraper. Yeah. That's beautiful. Yeah, I love it. I love it. People love are calling it. it gaudy and like. Nope, disagree. Yeah, I, I disagree. I think it looks sleek yep. and elegant and futuristic. I, I like that it. it has that like blue light. Yep, that's down one the of my middle favorite of it. parts. Yeah, it has those little fins on the top. It's it, it's yeah, striking. I've seen the jokes about it looking like a modem, and you know I kind of agree. <laughs> yeah. It does kind of look yeah. like a modem, like a yeah. really expensive modem. I'll give you that. Yeah, doesn't change the fact that I think it's gorgeous. Yeah, I think it's 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 really it's it's very striking. It's a very striking thing. It's a it's a it's a talking piece. If yes. you were to go to somebody's house at a house party and you see it on the the uh, the entertainment center, mm-hmm. you're gonna have people go, "What is that?" Yeah, this is one of those things that in in sci-fi movies where they had all these like futuristic things, and you're like, "Ooh, you've got yeah. the right." 
It looks like some, a prop out of like Detroit Become Human. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. So I really like it. On board with the console. On board. Yeah. We already saw the controllers, but I was on board with those. Yeah. That looks good. Yeah. I'm, um, yeah. Okay. So that brings it down to the games. I have a list of the announced games. All right. You want to run through them? Let's have you see. seen uh, some of the trailers? I've watched. I watched a good handful of them. So okay. I can't. I obviously haven't watched all of them. Yeah. Well, we'll, 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 uh, we'll talk on the ones that we have information on. Okay. okay. So, a uh, quick list of the games announced at this special. The Spider-Man, Miles Morales. Miles Morales, yeah. That looks... Exciting. That looks very, that looks amazing. And also, um, I'm still not sure. Maybe you can educate me mm-hmm. because first people were like, we don't know what it is. Then they said it's it's a really big expansion. Right. Then they said, no, 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 this is a standalone game. At this point, I don't know what it is. Okay. So from what I understand, um, it's not DLC. It's not just an add-on. Um, it is its own standalone game. Yeah. But I think it is a smaller standalone game. So in the way of like um, Uncharted, uh, Lost Legacy, I think uh-huh. it's called, uh, the game that came out after 4. That yeah. was like a, a side story, kind of. So is it... So you do need to have the OG game. I guess you could buy no, the you Miles don't. Morales version. You don't need the OG game. Okay. It's its own separate game. Okay. But it essentially is... Again, from what I understand, yeah. this can all change. It's built on a lot of the same stuff that the original game was built on. Okay. So they, it, it's not a copy paste, but they used some of the elements from the last right, game. Right, so it's, it's not like a it. full-on sequel Correct. so much as it is like, uh, like an in-between story. That's right. like, so they build on a bunch of the stuff from the last game. Mm-hmm. So you can't technically be like it's Spider-Man Two Miles Morales. Right. It's right. Spider-Man like one and a half. Well, Miles and Morales. and uh, story-wise, uh, for the original Spider-Man game on PS4. Don't reveal anything. I'm not going to, but because by the way. I just got it. It was twenty bucks. Nice. Oh, it's so good. It's so so good. I can't recommend it enough. Um, and I guess you won't be playing God of War. Why do you say that? Because you're playing Spider Man. Dude, I have I have in this last in this last couple of months before the before we get the PlayStation Five, I have God of War. I'm gonna play uh, um, Jedi Order. Oh God! I just remembered. It was Jedi Fallen Order, not God of War. They let you borrow. Oh yeah, yeah. What have you been? Oh, God, yeah. What did you? So did, many. You have so many games. <laughs> Dude, I have so many games. So many, so many games. So many games. You don't need a PS5 until like 2025. No. And dude, I've been watching like bullshit on Netflix. I'm real. Like I'm catching up on these movies and shows that people have recommended to me. Like you told me about Castlevania a while ago, yep. and I finally were like, nah, I'll check it out. Mm-hmm. I've watched that. Yep. And and uh, I watched um uh. <laughs> I watched the night comes for us that that uh, that movie made by the same people who made the raid or starring the same people who were in the raid. Okay, you recommended to me yes a while ago. Yes, and I had it on my list. Yep. and I was like, ah, fuck it, I'll watch it. So I watched that. How'd you like that? Loved it. Yeah, it's great. Oh, it's great. God, the fight scenes it's in so that good. movie. <laughs> so good. So brutal. Oh, so brutal, yeah. dude. So brutal. At one point, this chick slices this other girl's stomach open and her shit is just hanging out and she's still trying to fight she kicks that bitch down the stairs Mm -hmm. love that shit 
Fucking love that shit. Yeah, that's good. Uh, so so yeah, yeah. you've been distracted. Yes. As you always are. But the thing is, I'm looking at it and I'm like, okay, but I could be, this time that I'm spending on catching up on this bullshit, I could be getting my hands in these games that I've been yeah. putting off. Yeah. So that's what I'm going to try to do. Okay. Which, yeah. I watched oh, the Five oh. Bloods. We'll talk about that. Okay. Oh, I did too, actually. Oh, good, good. Yeah. yeah, we'll yeah. Talk about that. Okay. Um, but yeah, so uh, Spider-Man, yeah. Miles, Morales. Miles Morales. The end of the first Spider-Man game, it leaves it uh, kind of on a cliffhanger. There's there's more story to tell with Peter Parker. Yeah. So if they were to have Miles Morales as the sequel, I think people would be upset about that because there's way more to tell still with Peter. Yeah. I find it so. interesting if they were to commit to um, doing them both, you know, Having like a uh, having like a side by side kind of uh, a, a ge- multiple games that work in the same universe that aren't the same game. No, you know games that aren't like like in, like the like the MCU itself. Right. The games that don't work, games that aren't sequels to each other but work in the same universe. Mm-hmm. Very rarely do you get games that are spiritual sequels or are in the same universe that aren't the game or a sequel to the game. Right. Which I always find it interesting when you're like, <clears throat> you find, um, like Naughty Dog does this really cool thing where they, they'll put a bunch of Easter eggs mm-hmm. and let you know what universe you're in. Yeah. Where like, uh, well, there's there's a Last of Us Easter egg in uh, Uncharted. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's the, the one that I'm thinking of is in The Last of Us, where you get there's a Crash Bandicoot plush. Yeah. In one of the bedrooms. And like little things like that, where you're like, we know what universe we're living mm-hmm. in. I would like to see them kind of go even step forward. Like, you know, like with this, I think it's a golden opportunity to be like, have them both in the anyway. Yeah. That's okay. <laughs> so I'm that's, just, I'm, you, just I'm guessing you saw that trailer. Yes. Looks cool, right? Looks amazing. Uh, Gran Turismo 7, mm-hmm. uh, which I is, mean. I'm not a car guy. Yeah, I've said it multiple times, mm-hmm. but Gran Turismo is. I mean, even if you're not a car guy, yeah, it's like, always top tier. Holy shit! And and car games are always a good showcase of how good the console is. Oh, you yeah. know, like they always make it look awesome. Dude, they can make that shit look like. I mean, at this point, car games look like real life. I know, I know, I, and we were saying that in, on the PS3. Yeah, it was like, oh, it looks photorealistic, but yeah. now it's like it's only gotten better and better. I would and better. love to see um, comparable photos. Of like PlayStation Two, Gran Turismo like four or five. Yeah. To now. Mm-hmm. Like mm. Yeah. Uh we have a game called Godfall, which uh Yeah. Didn't really do much for me. Um Horizon Forbidden West, which looks beautiful. Yep. Another good game you gotta play. Horizon Zero Dawn. Yep. 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 Oddworld Soulstorm. Which I can't is believe a they're bringing Oddworld. Throwback, back. yeah. Yeah. Which looks it looks like a old school Oddworld game just yeah. just newer I guess when they remastered Odd, the Oddworld original Abe's game, Odyssey they were like uh, oh people are digging this let's <laughs> let's do this there's an audience for this uh, Resident Evil 8 Village that I actually didn't See look the trailer? at the trailer for oh, wow. I know I know uh, they did they did a cool thing that they sometimes do where they have an entire trailer and only reveal it's a Resident Evil game at the very end uh, which is it, it was it was good it was a good reveal um, it looks it looks really good. Yeah. Um, it seems to be uh following Resident Evil Seven, which was the first person game yeah. that came before it. Um, I'm interested. 
right. uh, there's a Demon Souls remake. Yeah. Which looks beautiful. I won't play it. No. Um, they're enhancing GTA Five. Yeah. Which threw a lot of people off. Yeah, <laughs> threw me the, off. The conference started with the Rockstar logo. Yeah. And so immediately, people like GTA me 6. and everyone else lost their shit. Yeah. And then it, they start showing clips of GTA Five, and I was like, <sighs> Yeah. Yeah, I was. I don't know if that was a smart move to be like the uh, opener to no. the. To, to their not like that or showcase not like yeah. that show gta 5 as the first yeah you know like that logo um so i mean that's cool they're bringing it over it, it's apparently the gta online is going to be free on ps5 well i mean at this point it's like that that thing has been i mean i will say this and they obviously are aware of this it's it's still one of the most popular games on twitch yeah and so they're like well i mean we we're not going to abandon this server or these servers. Oh, the, the, We're going to let people. Yeah. And it's still consistently in the top 10 most bought games. Oh yeah. GTA yeah. five still. So, I mean, I, I get that they're like, well, why would we, you know, it's its own ecosystem at this point. Yeah. You know, like people just go there. It's like second life. You yeah. go in there and just live. I've been wanting to go. I've been wanting to delve back into it, but I've been afraid because I'm like, how far Away am I from uh, well, what's the meta? They have uh, hover bikes and uh, DeLorean, oh, DeLoreans that fly. That's crazy. So uh, and people a lot. probably have like billions of dollars. And I'm sure. Uh, well, they, they announced too that um, if you have it now on PS4, you get a million dollars every month until the release of PS5, I think. See, that's an incentive. That's a good incentive for me to jump back on. Yeah. So I think that's exactly why they did that. So you could start getting your character up to speed and then once it gets to five you can have a little bit of something to go yeah. off of Maybe. yeah um project athia which i am not very familiar with yeah. doesn't ring a bell solar ash which i also don't really remember solar ass <laughs> <laughs> uh ratchet and clink yeah ripped apart that looks awesome that looks incredible dude the the traveling from world to oh. world so cool. What? Yeah. That, I think, more than anything else, showed off the power of the PlayStation. Yeah. Just to instantly render a new world. That's it's crazy. Yeah. That's the kind of shit that you want to see more of. I want to see them showing off. Like, you can you can show me uh, game properties and stuff like that. And it's like, ooh, new Resident Evil. and Ooh, blah, blah, blah. I want to see what what's different. Yeah. Why should I buy this? Why why should I spend that much money? My PlayStation yeah. 4 works perfectly fine. And by the way, they're still making what look to be incredible games still for the mm-hmm. PlayStation 4. So why yeah. would I why? Well, and there's still rumors that like some of these games will come to PS4 too. You know, like uh the, they're saying that Spider-Man Miles Morales might come over to the PS4, and especially. That, w- that would make sense. Right. Like what's so. the huge leap from uh OG Spider-Man to Miles Morales that like Right would prompt you to get a whole gaming console. Yeah. So, yeah. But yeah, it looks it's very impressive and it looks but, cool. Yeah, it, like you said, like that's one of the first times where you're like, "All right." Yep. Really, I see it. Yeah. I see it. Yep. This whole like fuck loading screens thing. I'm like, <laughs> "Hell yeah." Uh-huh. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Uh, Sackboy a big adventure. That looks that looks interesting. Mm-hmm. Because um I've been I've always been a big fan of the Little Big Planet series. Mm-hmm. I always thought it was fun. Yeah, me too. And for people who are like way more creative than me, 
watching what they do with these stages. Yeah. I mean, I'm blown away by by people's creativity and stuff. So yeah, anytime that they can delve back into Sackboy or yeah, Little Big Planet, it seems like board. this is more of like a, a straight up platformer that yeah. they're just using him as a character, which is I'm, I'm down for. I'm good with that. Uh, NBA 2K21. NBA 2K21. Look at that sweat. I know, dude. <laughs> I I don't know if I talked about this on the show, but I got NBA 2K20 finally, real late in the game. Mm-hmm. And uh, people, uh, people have asked me like, why, why would you get it now? I mean, you talked all this shit about not getting it, and then, and then you just go and buy it. First of all, I found it for a really good deal. Mm-hmm. Second of all, I, I have not, and I, I have s- not, I have not, and I swear on my unborn children that I have not spent a dime in VC. And I won't VC for the land, virtual currency. Okay, that's the shit that like NBA Two K lives on. I thought you were talking about Viet Cong. Mm-mm, not okay. not the Kongs, not the v, not the VCs, but VC. Okay, because in the game itself, their ecosystem is built on virtual currency, and everything, whether it's stats, clothes, tattoos, everything, it's virtual currency, which is my. You know, that's one of my big issues with the game itself. But we're of not going to do that. Yep. We're not going to go down that road. Okay. I'm just letting people know that I haven't spent the dime. I have, I've stuck true to what I have said. It's great. But it, be that as it may, it's still a fun game to play. NBA 2K is still fun. Yeah. And so watching that trailer for NBA 2K21, you're like, if that's really even remotely close to what we're actually going to be getting our hands on. Mm-hmm. Holy shit. Yeah, looks great. Yeah. Uh D Destruction All Stars. Don't know anything about that. Uh, it looks like a hero shooter, but uh demolition derby. Okay. Twist to it. All right. Um sounds fun. Yeah, it looks okay. Should be like twenty bucks. <laughs> yeah. It looks like a free to play game kind of. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but we'll see how that goes. Super excited about this one. Deathloop. Have you seen that trailer? Oh, buddy. I'm going to show it to you after this. Okay. It looks like my precise, exact shit. Yeah. It is so cool looking. Um, It looks like a mix between like... It it, it gives gives me like some Bioshock vibes. Mm. Um. But also like with a seventies style like Tarantino uh, uh, death proof kind of like vibe okay. to it. Um so it it's about a an assassin who is trying to assassinate somebody, but then there's a counter assassin as well that's trying to stop them from doing that mm. and assassinate them. The twist is that that counter assassin is another player in the game. Oh. And just the style alone looks really, really cool. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I'm all about that game. That that was one of the, the, the highlights for me. That may be the game of, of the show. That for sounds me. dope. It looks really cool. I'll show you the trailer. All right. Stray, which is about a cat. You play as the cat. Okay. In... Uh, post-apocalypse where there's only robots around i guess i don't know and do what 
discover stuff. You wear a backpack, I think. Those, those games, those games annoy me. Yeah. Uh, like, we'll we'll have you play as like a bird. <laughs> Unless it's fun, like like the Untitled Goose game was fun. Yes. Like, it was funny. Like it it was it was enjoyable. Banjo Kazooie. Yeah. I, I, I can get with that. But like, don't. You're a half of a bird, I guess. I'm just like, don't make a game. Like, a lot of PC games are like that. Like, a lot just, of PlayStation games are like that. It's just like. There's a lot of, a lot of just like highfalutin, like, mm, this, this means something, man. I'm not into it. The bird is cancer. Yeah, I don't like that shit. Yeah, so it seems. The bird is cancer. Yeah. <laughs> it matters, man. <laughs> important uh, i mean a per- perfect segue goodbye volcano high which just looks like yeah i mean did, I did th- you see that did yeah. you see, uh, what is that not into it what is it what is it what is it i, I it's dinosaurs it's 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 a uh what uh, uh, anthropomorphic dinosaurs yeah it looks like a like a teen drama i mean i i like, I, I see like the weirdness, like what we're what they're trying to do, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if 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 people are into it, I don't want to, I don't want to shun them, but I'll shun them. Okay. You have been shunned. I just I I I it not for me. Yeah. Returnal. Um, which was. Uh, I didn't really get a good grip onto what the game itself is. Yeah, I don't know anything about that one either. Um, it gave me like alien vibes. Yeah. But uh, uh yeah, I can't really speak to that because I, I don't have a good understanding of what that game is. Return. Bug Snacks. Have you seen Bug Snacks? Mm. Um, Bug Snacks has a great <laughs> theme song. I so juiced on that. It's uh, oh Bug God. Snacks. I'll show you the trailer. Bug Snacks. So. <laughs> The main the main conceit of this game is that you're an animal, okay, um, and you're uh, in this in this like wilderness, and all the animals, all like the insects, in 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 that area, are actually like foods. So it starts off with this little bug looking thing that's actually a strawberry, and it's it's running around like, meow, 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 meow. and like if you eat the strawberry. A part of your body turns into a strawberry. Okay. So it's kind of like a, a mix on or a play on you are what you eat. Right. From what I can tell. Okay. So it's all about from what we can see here, uh, you being an animal eating these animals and incorporating that into your body. Okay. Now the twist comes where people are saying this seems like a horror game. Where the cute little animals are actually like what you're going to be playing as, and those other bigger animals are going to be the 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 villains of the thing. Uh-huh. But it's all played very light and very like funny and cute. Okay. Uh, and it has a song that is a bop, and it's been <laughs> stuck in my head for the past week. All right. Bug snacks. Anyway. All right. Uh, Hitman Three. We gotta watch that one. Which we know. Uh, what that is. Yeah, Hitman is Hitman. Yeah, it looks cool. Uh, Ghostwire Tokyo. Ghostwire. Looks pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, I don't really get the concept behind it. I haven't looked much up about the game, but it seems like a supernatural kind of thriller style thing where yeah. there's like, you know, very 
Japanese monster ghost kind of shtick. Mm-hmm. Uh, first person, which is kind of strange. Uh, Jet the Far Shore did nothing for me. I don't really get it. Uh, Kenna, Bridge of the Spirits. I have no idea what that is. Nope. Uh, Little Devil Inside looked cool, but I don't have much more to say other than that. <clears throat> How many more are there? Two more. Astro's Playroom, which I think is a good idea. Um, it plays with the Astrobots on PSVR. Yes. That's cool. I it's, like that. It's a good idea. It expands the brand a bit. Astro, yeah, because they just kind of let that one go after. Yeah, and, and it's... One of the best games on Astro, on, on Astrobot on VR on PSVR. Yeah, it's one of the best games on it. Period. Really cool. So I'm glad they're doing that. And Pragmata, which I have no idea what that is. All right. So anyway, um, pretty robust. Yes. Announcement of games. Thick. Yeah. Thick boy. They weren't. Uh, they weren't fucking around. No. So that's good. That's smart. Yep. That's smart. Do not come out here with. I mean, we got Spyro remake. <laughs> like. It's good to fucking fill that shit up with at least a handful of games that people are going to really lose their shit over. Yeah. So, smart. Smart on PlayStation. I mean, honestly, man, the only issue I have is, every you know, uh, Microsoft and Sony playing coy with these price points. Yeah. Because right now, I'm like, you guys are doing all the right things. I like I like the specs. I like what, what it looks like. I like the games. I like... Mm-hmm. I'm on board. Stop fucking around with how much they're going to cost right announce it god damn it yeah I'm, I'm done wondering about it i need to know i need to know when i should start saving what i should start saving for like stop fucking with me yeah that's all i'm that's all I'm, that's all i care about because okay. right now i'm on board yeah yeah I, I agree i think that they did everything right in this uh conference showed a, a, a design, variety of games design design wise uh-huh. xbox or playstation uh, design of console? Yes. PlayStation. PlayStation. Yeah. Far and away better. For sure. For sure. Uh, I mean, yeah, I, I feel like Xbox played the safe route. Yeah. Which I'm not mad at. I think it looks good. I think it's attractive, but it's it's very purposefully bland. Yeah. You know? It, yeah. it blends in where PlayStation stands out. Mm-hmm. And I think, uh, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if the PlayStation design was a late in the game decision. Yeah. Where they're like, we have to do something crazy right now what if it looked like that test playstation oh that v oh, weird God. oh my that God. ugly fucking... i was like genuinely i was a little worried that's what it was gonna be i was too because yeah. every single thing about the playstation 5 had that picture accompanied and then i started seeing things where like this is the rumored design it's like dude no that better not be what it looks don't like don't do it <sighs> yeah don't you don't so yeah so relief (laughs) yes yeah big time big time i'm excited yeah i'm I'm pretty excited finally finally could be like genuinely excited about what the future holds yeah it's nice to have something to look forward to yeah you know 2020 has uh been a rough year so it only seems like it's gonna get rougher so batten down the hatches ladies and gentlemen with your playstation fives (laughs) um i think I think we pretty We did much. it. We did the thing. Yeah, yeah let's, we did, let's, get, let's get the fuck out of here. All right, but before we do that, we got to rate this beer. Obi, tell us what we drank today. Provided at Red Light, Red Light Bar and Brewery. Uh, this is the Sun Lab Dim My Mind, 7.5% IPA. 
Beautiful. Yeah. And what did you think, good sir? It was good. It's very good. Um, it uh, it tastes a bit hazy to me. Um, it uh, the only detriment I will say is it had a bit more um, a bit more multi flavor than mm. I I usually like. Mm-hmm. Um, did have a nice balance to it though, so I'm not going to take too many points away from it. Um, I you know if they had this if they had this uh, pouring again, I'd definitely go for it. I'm going to give it a solid 4.5. Yeah, I'm going to give it a 4.5 too. I thought it was actually better than I expected, mm. to be honest with you. Um, 7.5 ABV, definitely a decent um, uh, percentage point. And you're like, all right, it's a good number. Yeah. What are you going to do with that? Where Where are we right. going with this? Huh? What are we What are we What are we saying with this? Huh? Yeah. What are we trying to do with this? And uh, I mean. Yeah, it's 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 uh, you know we talk so much shit about. All right, you you say this is these notes and this that and the other thing and yada yada yada. Well, you better be able to hit those notes. Yeah, and again, again, to be fair, the description I read because we're not having it out of like a bottle or can from the brewery was only from Untapped, so yeah. that may not be what they're specifically. Um, advertising. All right, fair enough. Yeah, I will say that that uh, whoever wrote that description was pretty descriptive. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's uh, for and sure. I, and, and I think that uh, for the most part, it hit those it hit those those notes. I don't, I don't, yeah. I wasn't like, I wasn't like, uh, this doesn't, you know, what I'm saying like, it, I wasn't taken aback by the lack of flavor. I thought that, uh, you know, I think it deserves a four and a half out of five out of six. Yeah, yeah, agreed. All right. Well, since we both agree on that, this has been the One Bear Podcast. For myself, Marco Dupa, for Adam Obesius Rodriguez. Hey, do some stretching. This is, uh, I'm kind of drunk and I was going to redo the whole outro again. (laughs) Thank you guys for listening. Drink delicious beer and have a beautiful evening. We love you. (laughs) 